Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Seeing you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. So the race was nail-biting, high stakes. And in the end, Senator Raphael Warnock has won the Georgia Senate special election runoff, if you will, holding a razor thin, and this was with uh, 94% of the vote in at that time. It was 50.4 to 49.6. In the end, this race is now over. Uh, Warnock returns to the uh, Senate, and with his reelection in the books, 2022, if you believe uh, Democrats here, is the first midterm the first midterm since 1934 that the party in power successfully defended every incumbent Senate seat. That's according to the Democrat Senate Majority Pact. And so here's what's going to happen now. The media will immediately start with this is a tremendous blow to Donald Trump that Herschel Walker was his hand-picked candidate. That's true. Herschel Walker was Mr. Trump's hand-picked candidate. But we all know that Herschel Walker was a flawed candidate. And still, he almost won. But it was not a good day for Mr. Trump. The Trump Organization found guilty Tuesday of criminal tax fraud. And now the president's real estate company could face a $1.6 million fine. And uh, the Trump organization was convicted on all 17 counts it faced, including tax fraud, falsifying business records, conspiracy, and related crimes following two days of deliberations in Manhattan Supreme Court. So the Trump lawyers say that they are going to uh, appeal that her client uh, disagrees with the verdict. And hours before the verdict, Mr. Trump was on his uh, truth social. And he said something that, that I find very, very interesting and accurate. From Mr. Trump. Now, a few of you are going to call up immediately and say, oh, there you go defending Donald Trump, Dominic. 
Is there anything that Trump ever does that you don't like? That's what it sounds like, by the way, when I when I hear it. So here is what Mr. Trump said in a statement on on his truth, truth uh, social. And I'm quoting here. This is hours before the verdict. Murder and violent crime is at an all time high in New York City. And the DA's office has spent almost all of its time and money fighting a political witch hunt for D.C. against Trump over fringe benefits. He wrote, adding that, and I've got to check this out because I find this very hard to believe, that no murder case has gone to trial in six years much to the consternation of victims, mothers, and families who are devastated that nothing is being done to bring justice. Too busy on Donald. That's the uh, former president's uh, statement. And it's going to be rough with him as a presidential candidate because he's looking at a thousand different cuts from a million different directions coming his way. The establishment clearly does not want him to win the nomination and have a shot at becoming president. Cuts a thousand different ways. That's what Trump is looking at right now. I almost want to say what they were convicted of, the company, is nickel and dime stuff, but that would not be completely responsible on my part. But at the end of the day, it is nickel and dime stuff for these major corporations. And for the record, prosecutors allege that for 15 years, the Trump organization helped top executives skirt income taxes, avoid income taxes on a cushy, off-the-book benefit, including rent, private school tuition, and luxury cars. And so, oh, and the other topic that I want to get to this morning is that civil rights leaders, civil rights leaders, need to be ashamed of themselves. I will get to that in a little bit when I talk about just the latest crime incident in my home borough of the Bronx where there were three or four people shot in one incident just hours ago. You hear that? You hear the silence? The uh, the crickets? We're the civil rights leaders. Oh, oh, if it's a police officer involved shooting, here comes the live trucks. Here comes the live trucks, three, two, one. We're going live nonstop. Here comes the the mother of of the victim. My child was an honor student. If it's a police-involved shooting. And... These animals are out here, and I'm referring, obviously, to the people committing these crimes and doing these shootings, are out there doing it, and nobody says anything. Nobody says anything. 
Well, we see that um, that we already have a lot of telephone calls, and I um I, I haven't even given out the number yet, but I'm going to go ahead and do that. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. A number of topics, and I will get to that crime uh, situation in the Bronx, that shooting, three or four people shot, and just uh, just, and, and that's on top of the NYPD making the arrest of the guy that was a one-man crime spree. Uh, We accidentally shot the 96-year-old man and and then killed two other people. Another day, uh, another murder, and where are the civil rights leaders? I want you to listen uh, to Herschel Walker a short time ago making his concession speech. I want you to continue to believe in this country, believe in our elected officials, and most of all, stay together. Don't let anyone separate you. Don't let anyone tell you that we can't, because I'm here to tell you we can. I'm here to tell you we can. And as I said early on, this is, God is good, and he's a good God all the time. He's a good God. So I want to say I'm never going to stop fighting for Georgia. I'm never going to stop fighting for you because you're my family. Because I always, oh, I'm a, I'm a winner. We all winners. So we're all winners. And that's what I want to say. We're all winners. And I want to say God is a good God. God bless you guys. And let me say, stay together. Continue to believe in our elected official. Always, always cast your vote no matter whatever is happening. Cast your vote. For all that, and God we trust. I do. And God we trust. Continue to cast your vote. Never, never, never give up. All right. God bless you guys. Thank you guys. Now, thank you. Herschel Walker conceding the race and Senator Warnock his victory speech. After a hard fought campaign. Or should I say campaigns? (laughs) It it is my honor to utter the four most powerful words ever spoken in a democracy. The people have spoken. And so Senator uh, Warnock uh, winning uh, the the Senate runoff election. Let's start with your telephone calls. Uh, let's begin with Al in Yonkers. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning, Dominic. You know, uh, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to say, uh, of course, I wish uh, Herschel Walker had won, but I knew he was in big trouble when early voting. Uh, People were coming out in large numbers in the state of Georgia. That's always an indication, usually, that the Democrats are in good shape with the early voting uh, people coming out. And also, the rift with Governor Kemp and uh, uh, former President Trump uh, didn't help the situation because you didn't have a united Republican uh, 
base there. That's so true. I think, That's you know, true. I think, I think that hurt uh, Herschel Walker a lot. And also, Georgia is a changing state like North Carolina. You have a lot of New Yorkers moving down there who are more Democratic. Uh, so this is all four factors that played into his loss. Uh, agreed. But also, Herschel Walker was not polished. Let's, let's face yeah. it, Al. He was yeah. not the most articulate uh, candidate. And yet, he, and yet he still had a strong, respectable showing. And, of yes, course, all, all the other issues uh, right. that, that came up during the campaign. And, and, and he barely, just barely lost. Al, I thank you uh, for the call, and you thank have you. a wonderful morning. Let's go to Teddy in Yonkers. Good morning, Teddy. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning, Dom. Dominic, uh, I'm not going to be uh, accusing you of saying, oh, you can't uh, defend Trump. For, for once? For once you're not, Teddy? For once? No, I'm not, because I agree with the point about the crime issue. I wish Bragg, I believe that's his name, took as much interest in TV interviews like he did tonight dealing with the Trump verdict, which I'm happy for. I'm also happy for it. Two wrongs don't make a right. But he should take the same interest in dealing with prosecuting criminals and murderers, Dom. So I agree with you on that. I try to be objective, Dom, unlike a lot of your callers, okay, because they're Trump. They're Trumpsters, 100%. They can't find anything wrong with him. And, again, I, I agree with you on Walker. He was not polished at all. I saw interviews of Republicans in Georgia tonight, and they were asking him, do you support Walker? He says, no, I'm a Republican, and I can't vote for this guy. He's okay. an idiot. Hey, Teddy, he let, let me ask, let me, let me, Teddy, let me ask you this question. Sure. So, so you said uh, a second ago that you're glad a few hours ago the Trump organization was convicted. Yes, Wh sir. Why? Because I believe that the evidence that, and I'm not a lawyer and I'm not a prosecutor, I believe that it was it was a unanimous jury, and they found him the, the organization guilty on all seventeen counts. Okay, but 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 Teddy, no 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 no, Teddy, I asked you why are you glad that he? Here's what I'm trying to get to, Teddy. At okay, the end of the ahead. day, at the end of the day, the Trump organization is looking at fines at one point seven million dollars. Right. Yes. Let, let's be honest. That that's a drop in the bucket. It's basically right. it's basically I, nothing. Right. I agree. So then one has to ask the question, why did the government bring this case? Why? And then we have to say, oh, Trump is running for president again. And so. What all I'm trying to say, I'm not trying to minimize the case, Teddy. I am just saying that we have to put everything, everything in perspective. Okay, that's a good, that's a fair point. Let me ask you for you to comment on the uh, Capitol Hill uh, awards to the co to the cops today. And did you notice? Did you notice? And it was done deliberately. The mothers of one of the cops that was killed. She said yes. We did not acknowledge McConnell and McCarthy, and they had their hands stuck out, right. and they just passed them oh, by. 
Okay, so so okay, so wait, so Teddy, Dominic. wait, Teddy, Teddy. So what are you asking me specifically? And then I got to move on. What are you asking me specifically? What is your reaction to that, Dominic? What is what's the message? What's the message behind that, Dominic? The message behind upset parents not acknowledging politicians that they feel uh, bear some responsibility. What's the message in that? Yeah, yeah. That's not the first time I've seen parents uh, ig- ignore uh, a politician. So I, I don't. That's why I'm asking you. What exactly are you asking me? Okay, you have parents that are upset. Mr. McConnell uh, stuck out his hand to to shake hands, and the parents igged him. They they have a right to do so. They're upset. So I I don't understand really what you're asking me. Because they feel that 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 the Republicans caused this. Right. Okay, but uh, uh, the key word is they feel. They feel. That doesn't make it so. They feel. That's the way. That's the way that one set of parents feel. Hey, Teddy. Let let me just say this, and I'll give you one more say. If 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 you've ever been around grieving parents, you never know where they're going to come from. They may come out of left field, and and their emotional reaction sometimes is based on reality, and sometimes it's not. And it's often directed at politicians. So that's why I was asking you, what exactly are you asking me? I guess, Dominic, the subliminal message is that they're saying Donald Trump is the head, was the head of the Republican Party, and he didn't do squat. And I stand by that, Dominic, okay. whether or not you okay. Okay, but Teddy, you or not. Uh, okay, but Teddy, but, but here, here's the point that I'm, that I'm trying to get across. How long are we going to argue that point? How 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 many times are we going to debate January six whether Trump was responsible, whether Trump actually uh, uh, told Pelosi and the mayor of Washington how to call in the National Guard the day before? How many times are we going to regurgitate this over and over and over again? How many times, Teddy? How many times is it going to please you? Dominic, it was a major catastrophe okay. in this country. Okay, so okay. how many times, Teddy, how many times, are, because I'm sick of talking about it, how many times are we going to go over this, over? I can understand the parents being upset, and, and your, by the way, your interpretation is your interpretation of I what of, of what happened today. You, you're, you're making a lot of assumptions. They may be <laughs> accurate. They may be, some of them may be accurate as to why they didn't shake uh, McConnell's uh, hand. It's not the first time that I've seen uh, grieving parents uh, disregard, disrespect politicians. It damn sure won't be the last. But, Teddy, I, d- I do have to step on, I have to step, move on, because uh, we have a full uh, bank of calls here. Let's go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. Hi, I'm back in Brooklyn. I returned today, and i got to tell you, folks, Georgia, Georgia did the right thing. And the folks in Georgia, I was surprised. I was expecting a lot of Herschel Walker nonsense. 
it's not in the South. All that nonsense, the bigotry is here in New York. But I'm glad Herschel did not win, and he knew that he wasn't capable. But what's happening right now with the votes, as far as I can see, the people are speaking. It's not a, it may be Democrats today, but Republicans can recover. But the, the main important thing right now is this country to recover. I miss talking to you, by the way. How are you? Well, I'm, I'm well, Audrey, and, and we hope that you had a good trip uh, in, um, in Georgia, did you? I did it, and I, lots of rest, lots of family love, and um, it, 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 that's important. You know, I left. Uh, I, up, I didn't get there till Thanksgiving Day because you know I, I fought it around and missed the original flight. But just to be on, on or traveling on Thanksgiving Day with people that were going to see their family for the first time in two, three years, it, it was fantastic. Mask and all that was important, but just the fact of I, I see this country getting back together. We need that. I, I'm sorry that you know. Just, um, well, I'm not sorry. I'd be lying if I said Walker didn't win. But he's, his, his, out, his, what he said, the contestant speech is interesting because I don't know what he won, but maybe he'll get a check or something. But it's time for us to move on, and I agree with the January 6th stuff you're talking about. Let's move on. Trump's got to go, and the Republican Party will be recovered. How okay. you been? Okay. Well, Audrey, I, I didn't say the part about Trump. I said that I'm tired of uh, discussing uh, January 6th. Yeah. Uh, but, but but I but I do feel Audrey and I thank you for the call. I I do feel uh, that the people that attended the protests and have been criminally charged, some of these sentences are going way 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 overboard by by the feds. I mean, if you've got somebody cold on tape that did something wrong, punish them. But some of these sentences are going way, way, way overboard. And uh, I believe uh, her name was Ashley Babbitt. I do believe in my heart of hearts that there is a cover-up as to uh, what happened to her, exactly how she died uh, with the January seat. That's just how I feel. But I do have to admit that oftentimes my instincts are dead on. And my instincts tell me something's not, it doesn't pass the smell test. Something is rotten in Denmark as it relates to uh, that situation. Let's go to Lisa in Manhattan. Good morning, Lisa. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, Dominic. Uh, first of all, there was no cop killed on January 6th. That's a lie. It was a one woman, unarmed woman, Ashley Babbitt. Uh, Lisa, right. see, Lisa, I, I, I hear you, but Lisa, I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked the man in Yonkers. How long are we going to continue to debate this was, issue? Where We want to drop it, these stupid Democrats. Uh, there was no insurrection. It's unbelievable how they Republicans didn't push back on this. So no cop Teddy was killed at, at all. And as far as Herschel Walker, I like him. He's not an idiot. So wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh-huh. you're te- wait, 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 Lisa, wait. You're telling me a police officer did not die? An uh, officer did die. I'm sorry? An uh, officer did die. Yeah, but uh, who killed him then? Okay, all right. So please go. Well, he go. had a stroke, I, I think, two days later. Right, he, he died a few days yeah. later. But but, but, uh, but no one no one on that January sixth none none of the but, but Lisa but Lisa them. but Lisa and I always appreciate your calls. This is what I'm talking about. What's wrong with our politics You're on right. either on You're either right. side on either side? Uh, one person will call up and go, "Don't look at us. Look at them. They're the bad <laughs> ones." 
And then the other side will call up and go, no, don't look at us. Dominic, why are you siding with them? Look at the other guys. Look look at them. They're the bad ones. And this goes on and on, and it repeats itself. And go ahead. You got the floor, Lisa. Go ahead. Not an idiot. And by the way, he should have been demonizing uh, Raphael Warnock. His uh, his friendship was anti-Semite. Louis Farrakhan running over his wife. He should have been demonizing. He he disputed uh, that. Uh, Senator Warnock. Tells a different story, um, but but I but I will I will I will say this much, Lisa. If it's good for one, it's got to be good for the other. Right. And so and so and so and so if I'm the candidate, if I'm the candidate, whatever you give me, I'm going to give you. If you want to get down and dirty, believe me, I'm going to get down and dirty, and I'm going to fight ounce for ounce. Right. Dominic, right, this is the problem with the Republicans. They never fight back. They should have been saying he loves killing babies. He's pro-abortion, Raphael Warnock, I'm talking about. They should be demonizing him and his answer. And with Louis Farrakhan, there's so much so much that he could have said. But they have to, Republicans must demon, call them Hitler every minute. You know what I mean. <laughs> Not every minute, but, you know, just use the Democrats' words against them. It's so Simple to do, and Republicans don't do it. <laughs> right, but but at the and thank you for the call, Lisa. But at the same time, they have to be careful about turning off moderate voters, and so it, it's a fine line that you're walking at at all times. And and Lisa, to my point about not being articulate, how could Herschel Walker fight back if he's got a problem articulating his message on the stump? You've got to be the perfect candidate in good shape, well-rested, and and it's a men- mentality that most people could not hold up to because you've got to respond dead on in the moment, in that second, and be able to make sense because at a certain point, your handlers can't do anything. When you're there with just those cameras, it's between you and those cameras. And Mr. Walker was not really polished enough. He was polished in terms of being a great football player and discussing football after the game, but this is not football. It's much harder. It's called politics. Let's go to Christopher in Vermont. Good morning, Christopher. What's on your mind? Good morning, Thomas. Good morning. Um, When is the last time? or the first time, for that matter, that an insurrection was staged by insurrectionists that were unarmed. Okay, but Christopher, I've already said twice that I... Why are we still going back to January 6th? What is the point? it's never been... It's never... It's always been called an insurrection. Okay, but... Why in in this country where there's over 300 million people owning firearms or whatever, why not one of them was armed and Ashley Babbitt was murdered because she had a backpack on her back. The police officer who killed her said, well, there could have been a bomb in it. There was a scarf 
Okay, so, okay, Christopher, what is the point that you're trying to make? I don't need you to keep reciting your version of the facts. I'm sorry. I need to know, I need to know what is the point. Okay, Christopher, no, I'm not going to spend, I'm not going to spend the little time that I have regurgitating the facts. No one's ever going to agree on the facts of what happened on that day. And I've gone through the facts. As it relates to, and thank you for the call, as it relates to former President Trump, was it his best behavior on January 6th? Absolutely not. Did he do something on January 6th that prosecutors could charge him for and have him locked up? Absolutely not. Did did his words go a little too far with a crowd that was already agitated? Yes. But he didn't do anything that was criminal. And so I just don't get it, folks, how many times here we are, what, a a, a year later, at what point is enough enough? And I see all of your telephone calls. We're going to get to them in just a second. My other point, my other point before we take a break, as I said at the top of the show, civil rights leaders need to be ashamed of themselves. They need to be ashamed of themselves. You take all the money, the government money that comes your way, the fundraising money that comes your way, and the Bronx just a few hours ago, four people were shot and wounded, including three teenagers, when at least one gunman sprayed bullets into a group of people on a Bronx sidewalk. This happened at East 180th Street and Daly Avenue in the West Farm section about 5.50 p.m. Just open fire. Just open fire. And so, D.A. Bragg, you want to go after Trump's organization over some nickel and dime stuff? Okay, fine. But, and this is not your borough, this happened in the Bronx, but prosecutors What are you doing? These young kids of color, not all, maybe less than less than three percent, maybe less than three percent. It's important that you hear that because I don't want to receive 15 emails saying that I'm demonizing people. Maybe less than three percent, 97 percent of young people of color are doing the right thing. About three percent. You have got to lock them up. You cannot leave them on the street. The truth is they are animals. And and the more we pretend, oh, black lives matter, black lives, con, con, con. Black lives matter. Do something with the 3% that's blowing people's brains out on the street. How about that? How about a district attorney that says, we're going to prosecute crime. How about a district attorney that says they don't even talk the good game anymore? How about a district attorney that says, if you do this on my streets, I promise you, you are looking at 10 years in prison. They're all standing there talking about, and if someone it didn't commit a crime, they, they should be released from jail. But district attorney, oh, oh, we found evidence that this one didn't do it. And that's the right thing to do. But no one is doing anything, these young people. And then the ex-con, 
and Matt, I, I know Matt Blaze, I'm late for the break here. The ex-con, right, killing two people in New York City. He was a one-man crime wave from age 12, in and out of jail, in and out of jail. Why was he in and out? Why didn't he just stay in jail? Why? Because Black Lives Matter says, let them all out. They're not criminals. They didn't do anything wrong. It's the system. It's this one's fault. It's that one's fault. It's white people's fault. But it's not the individual's fault. I'll be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. So I'm driving home last night, and I arrive home, and, and I'm, I'm a little uh, pissed at Frank Morano because... The guy keeps me up half the night listening to the radio, and I don't get sleep when I've got to sleep because who knows what the next day holds. So I'm in the driveway. It's pitch black. I believe the bears are hibernating now, but I'm always looking out for a bear or or I'm looking out for the deers. And, and sometimes it's just interesting because the deers will just stop and look at me. And they're like, what? What what's up? What? And and so I'm listening and I should I should go right into the house, but because of um Frank Morano and Alex Barnard, I don't go into the house and I'm standing in the driveway and it's pitch black and it's me, myself, and I, and I'm listening to Alex Barnard talk about his love of music. Right? So so guys and, and, you know, so what, what was, what was that about? And I'll start with you, Matt, before we go right back to the telephone calls. Well, Frank was talking about hobbies. Right. That's what the topic is. And, is, and what kind of hobby and a passion do you have that changed your life and the way your life is going? That's what, the, and he went to Alex being a musician. Right. And right. said, how did, what's your hobby? And Alex talked about the $60 uh, app that's pretty cheap that you could yeah, um, music. Yeah, Reaper is – it's a great software. It, um, I have no idea what Reaper – Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's – well, hey, it's, it's, it's cheap and it works great. And if, if anyone – you know, I mean, obviously can't really say that this isn't – you know, this isn't really an advertisement for it. But I love using it and it's, it, it works good for me, you know. And so, you know, I, I, I arrive in Rockland. I, I should leave the car and go in the house and get some sleep. And I'm listening to Alex Barnard and Frank Morano. And these guys are talking about this stuff. And I stay, I end up staying there for the whole segment. Wow. Plus some. Plus some. Damn. I guess we're that interesting, huh, Dom? <laughs> so now, so now, Alex, I'm pissed off at you too. So it's, it, it was your fault. But guys, uh, thank you. And, 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 you know, you were talking about hobbies and so on and passion. Here's, here's some passion that I have right now. I am greatly annoyed 
at civil rights leaders. I'm tired of the con. I'm tired of the game. And they know I know. I know what time it is, folks. They can't. I'm not I'm not one of these other talk show hosts that they can run game on or play the race card. I know what time it is. Let's go to David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. What's going on? Yeah, good morning. Uh, I, I'm calling about this particular topic, actually. Now, I, I actually agree with you about what I would say so-called civil rights leaders, because let's be honest, the people that we're both referring to are scammers who take advantage of the legitimate grievances of black people just to become rich and, and cause trouble. Okay, we know who we're talking about. Okay, but there are plenty of black community groups and churches that work every single day in the black community to stop this violence, to get guns off the streets, to help the youth so they don't turn to crime. So let's be clear who we're talking about. You know, Al Sharpton is a lifelong fraudster. Jesse Jackson is a lifelong fraudster. And we can go down a whole list of these people, okay? They are not representative of the black community. They're outside of it because they've accumulated so much wealth from what they've been running all of these years, okay? But, you know, and, and I, I'm not going to defend those people. So I guess we agree for at least once. <laughs> for, for at least once. Well, um, I, I'm not going to be a complete phony. I didn't name names because I can't name names. But they know who they are. They know who they are. And it just seems like the problem is getting worse. In terms of, I hear you, David, in terms of you say there are church groups out there fighting the good fight. But this this um, this uh, man, Sundance Oliver, 28 years old, right? What was this guy doing on the street? And he was on parole. What What is this guy doing on the street? The, the shooting that happened uh, at East 180th Street, David, and Daly Avenue. Four people shot. When, when is enough enough? And and we we are the parents. We, we are the parents in all this. Uh, Dominic, let's be honest. A lot of times it's a single mother who is un able or unwilling because there are terrible parents. I had a terrible parent. My Listen, I'm one of three, okay? We had a terrible parent, but none of us became criminals. There are reasons for this, and it's a long list of things, okay? Not everyone can be saved, and I'm all for locking people up who commit crimes. If you commit a violent crime, I say lock you up and throw away the key and now that's not make it some country club. That's what you, you know? and I agree on. You know, and see, and see, and see, there there are certain things that that I can't say on the radio because if I do, certain people will write an email to management. It so, like for example, for for this guy, the police had the police dog out as they was looking for this guy, and as far as I'm concerned, they should have let the dog go, let the dog do with the let the German Shepherd do with the German. Did the guy have any regard for human life before he shot a 96 year old man, killed a 17 year old girl and shot another person? Let the dog do what the dog does. But then there'll be an email and then I'll be called into a meeting. Dominic, you can't say that on the radio. So so the cleaned up version. Thank you for the call, David. The cleaned up version is. um. Let's see here. Uh, let the police 
And oh, by the way, by the way, and we're going back to Warnock and Herschel Walker. By the way, by the way, so one shooting a few hours ago, four people shot. Then you've got this baby-faced killer that should have never been on the street. And what do you hear from civil rights leaders? You hear, no, no, no anti-crime unit. We, we, we can't have the street crimes unit. Oh, no, they say we own the night. They should own the night. Law enforcement should own the night because somebody should keep you in check to why you can't run around acting like a fool. Yes, we need the street crimes unit, and we need them effective yesterday. We needed them day one of the mayor's administration rather than running to Qatar. Mr. Mayor, has anybody heard the mayor since this happened? Oh, he'll hold a news conference tomorrow. Yes, yes, yes. We 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 made we made uh, the the arrest of the suspect, and and he's in custody. <sighs> Maybe I need to talk about Herschel Walker and um and uh and Reverend Warnock, uh because I I don't want to end up uh, in trouble. Also, the um, the uh, Trump uh, conviction, his company. Um, let's go to Carol and Elmont. Good morning, Carol. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Hi, Hi. how you doing? I just wanted to say that I can't believe what Trump has gone through in the last six years. I mean, it boggles the mind. And the Democrats, the more they think they're dragging him down, they don't realize how strong this man is. And I can't wait, Dominic, till I see him back in the White House and get rid of all the crummy people that are in there now that are doing our country terrible. But, but you know what, Carol? Us but you know what, Carol? I, I don't think the campaign's going to be a fair fight. They are determined, the establishment, that they're going to hit Trump with a thousand cuts and just keep coming at him from the media to the establishment to the Justice Department. I, I don't know, Carol, if he can make it out of a primary. And I thought I would never say that. Um, but it, it just seems like they're coming at him with everything they've got and the kitchen sink. Stronger, Dominic. I really do. And I and all the people that I talk to can't wait to see him back in the White House. Well, Carol, we'll see what happens. And I thank you for the call. I've got to take a break. But first, let's go to Frank in Queens. Good morning, Frank. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic, is a retired NYPD detective. The Thank you for your service. In Harlem last week. Thank you. Uh, the baseball bat attack last week in, in uh, Harlem brought to mind, if you look online, at the Dobbsbury Deli shooting, where an innocent New York City cop was sent to prison for okay. saving his father's right. life. Okay, all right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that, Frank. That was just so enlightening. I mean, it was earth-shattering. It was deep. It was deep. Wow. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio. So cuckoo, cuckoo, as I normally wouldn't say this, but as Curtis says, uh, uh, what, Cocoa for, uh, wait, wait, Matt Blaze, help me out. Help me out here. Cuckoo, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Cuckoo for? Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, that's that. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't get that right there. Cuckoo for Cocoa, for, say it one more time. <laughs> Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. That's right. Curtis Lee, you're with me at 1247 a.m. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. We got it. 
We are going to take a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls from the Bronx to Staten Island to Rockland, New Jersey, Manhattan, and Boston. Radio 77, These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. The ex-con accused of killing two in New York City, police say, was a one-man crime wave from the age of 12. On Monday, the suspect, 28-year-old Sundance Oliver, who turned himself in to the 77th Precinct, uh, confronted another man's girlfriend outside the Kingsborough houses in Brooklyn and demanded $50 and opened fire when she ran. And, of course, one of the stray bullets struck a 96-year-old man sitting in his wheelchair, wounding him. Later, the same day, he allegedly shot and killed a 20-year-old man inside a six-floor apartment at the Smith Housing Development in Manhattan before fleeing. Just hours later, he shot and killed a beautiful young lady, 17 years old, mortally wounding her. Police say, of course, he should have been in jail. Again, he has been involved in numerous criminal activity since he was 12 years old. And, of course, he was on parole Right now, but none of that matters. Black lives matter. Let them go, let them go, let them go. The system is not fair. Let them all go. Nobody did anything wrong. Let them go. Let them go, let them go. Folks, I see all your calls. Um, Let's go, let's go to our friend Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Thanks for taking me. Um, I I just wanted to basically uh, publicly acknowledge Herschel Walker and say that uh, I wish I had had an opportunity to vote for him. I think it took great courage for him to run for public office, especially against the political machine that the Democrats have become and the ruthlessness um, that they have shown, um, the way that he was talked about. And he put himself out there knowing he had a history of mental illness. Um, And I I don't know. I I just, I think he was very sincere in his um, gratitude for the state of Georgia, for for the support and love that he had there. And I think he wanted to do good. And I heard you mention that he wasn't polished. And I know what you mean by that. And that's exactly why I would have voted for him if I had had the chance um, right, but 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 that but that's why he lost. Well, that's part of it. He wasn't supported by the Republicans at the national level at all. Um, Kemp only gave him all his uh, voter information. You know, the, the get out the vote information that Kemp had acquired. He didn't give him that till until the runoff. He didn't give it to him before during the primary. I just think there's a lot that could have helped him, and he put himself out there. And I just want to say. It takes a lot in this day and age, especially 
when you have baggage, look at the way they came at him. Nobody knows anything about the skeleton, the Warnock's closet, unless you listen to talk radio or read certain newspapers. You don't know about the, you know, the rental units and all the trouble there. You don't know about the abuse at his camps. You, you don't know about any of it because no one in the, you know, the, the mainstream media ever talked about it. Yet Herschel Walker was completely villainized, and he was a very successful uh, businessman. He didn't need to do this. Um, right. I think unlike a lot of, you know, uh, people that play uh, professional sports, he did very well afterwards, and he is a bright man. And I just want to wish him well for my little voice in the world and say I think a lot of people are deterred. Good people who really want to be public servants have become deterred, and I can see why. It's it's become vile. And yes. I, I just thank, I thank him, and I thank you for hearing me. And thank you, Jennifer, for the call. Let's go now to Pete in Staten Island. Good morning, Pete. What's on your mind? Hi. Yes, uh, Dominic. I was in Brooklyn on uh, Bedford Avenue, and they had a stakeout looking for this uh, Oliver guy. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, I'm actually calling you to give kudos to WABC because – we had the radio on. We were sitting in the car. We were watching the whole thing, you know, going down. And the minute that WABC announced that this guy was uh, he turned himself in or he was apprehended, the unit moved out. And uh, they were checking everything. They were checking the trunks of cars and everything. And the bravery of these police officers. The, the, the bravery of the officers, most people could not do what they do. These officers knew the type of dangerous individual they were searching for. They, That's they, right. They, and they WABC knew. was right on when they said that he was apprehended. The unit moved out. Right. Well, he he, he, he surrendered, but but the slickness of, of how he surrendered, he surrendered, but he was smart enough to make sure he didn't go in with the gun. So now right. no the, gun, NY, the, the NYPD has got to spend all these hours looking for the gun. And right. You know, it's it's just. Hey, hey Pete, I I appreciate the call. Um, you know, I saw the video with the police dog, and you know, I just wish that um, you know, the police dogs had been let go. I know, I know, I'm going to get emails, and oh, Dominic said that the the police dog should have been let. Yes, they should have been let go once they saw him, based on what this guy did. Let the dogs uh trim him up real for a little bit. But before he goes back upstate for three hots and a cot at taxpayer expense for the rest of his loser life. Now, that's how I honestly feel. That's how I honestly feel. And if you complain, then you just complain. I mean, it is what it is. Frank Morano, get me out of this mess. Good Good. morning. (laughs) I get people into messes. I don't get folks out of messes. (laughs) Good to see you, my friend. Dominic said on the radio that the police should have let the dogs go. And that's so horrible. Dominic says that this should happen to people in prison. I'm glad you clarified that because uh, I thought I heard you say these (laughs) dogs should get reparations for what happened to their ancestors. (laughs) 
That'll be another email. There you go. Dominic laughed. That's at right. The ra- That's Frank right. Morano said re- reparations, right. and Dominic laughed. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Dominic's laughter is uh, actually a sound effect. Don't think he's actually laughing. Uh, we'll get an action-packed show. We're going to bring some analysis and give people a chance to weigh in on what happened in Georgia. And uh, it is uh, mm-hmm. December 7th, the day that would live in infamy. So we're going to take a look back at what happened uh, 50, uh, about uh, however many years ago. <laughs> Math is not my strong suit. 80, uh, 81 years ago. And uh, we'll talk about what that was like in America at the time and how things may have changed, how they may not have changed since then. One of my favorite historians, David Pietruza, is going to join us. We'll talk about that. And uh, the explosion of true crime podcasts, as you know, Dominic, has just gone through the roof. So there's one that I really enjoy. It's called Tapes from the Dark Side, and we have T.Z. Borden, the host of the Tapes from the Dark Side. He's going to join us to talk about their new season and why true crime has just gone gotten so popular as a genre. Sounds good. Um, I I want to tell you about the bone that I have to pick with oh you, boy. but I, but I just ready. don't I just don't have time. You and Alex Barnard last night, oh boy. keeping me up in the dark in Rockland County in the driveway listening to you guys. But let's go to Michael. Michael in Manhattan. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Good morning, Michael. Okay, um, couple of, a major point that has not been mentioned in this Warnock race is that now that this. Uh, guy unfortunately has won. Joe Manchin cannot really play any role in helping it, the Republicans. It, it's been it's been talked about repeatedly tonight. Uh, well, not on, and yesterday. Not on your, and, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. You mean you mean in my show? Okay. Well, then that that's a fair point. I uh, I thank you uh, for the call. Uh, do you have a quick because we're, I want to I don't want to take another call. And yeah. then we have to... uh, just that um, the fact that Manchin's a lot less valuable to Republicans may make them go after him a lot harder when he's up for reelection in 2024. So we'll see. Could be bad news for him politically as well. That's a, a very, very good point. You want to keep it right there, folks. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight is coming up right now. Please don't keep me up all night listening to your show. No promises. <laughs> Stay with us, folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.